Hello, everyone. You are listening to Throwback Country Music. I am your host, Britt Jones. Do us a favor and hit the subscribe button. That way you'll never miss an episode and you help this podcast grow tremendously. If you enjoy this podcast, you enjoy this show, give us a rating. Preferably five stars. And also, give us a little review right there at the bottom of the page that you're listening to this on. Thank you so much once again for downloading this show. This week we have Grand Ole Opry member Jeannie Seeley. You are in for a treat. I really enjoyed interviewing Miss Seeley and she talks about uh, her buddies Minnie Pearl, Dottie West, Dolly Parton and it's so cool to hear her tell stories of country music legends and you're going to really enjoy that. Without further ado, here is Miss Jeannie Seeley. Well, hello, everybody. We are here with Grand Ole Opry member and legend of country music, Miss Jeannie Seeley. How are you doing today? I am doing great, especially since I got all of my errands done and I'm back in the house out of the cold winter rain in front of the fireplace. That's awesome. (laughs) I'm ready to visit with you and thank you for inviting me to be Uh, on your show. I am so excited. This is a huge guest. I I love it. I've, uh, I've seen you perform actually at the Opry. Um, oh, good. <laughs> I, I, I got to go backstage one time with my buddy, John Barry. Uh-huh. And uh, you were performing that night, so I got to watch you then. So it was really cool. Well, good. Well, John is an amazing artist and such a nice nice guy, nice family. I always enjoy when they're at the opera. Yeah, he, he's a sweet guy. Um, well, let's just dive right into it. I, I want to talk about your year so far i mean 2018 was has been awesome so i'll touch on these three highlights and you can talk about them as well okay Um, (laughs) this is pretty neat right here in january of this year you were recognized uh for ranking number two in billboard's top tv songs chart for the for the hit anyone who knows what love is will understand and uh it was also the trailer theme song for jurassic park my goodness it's amazing that song which was written either 63 or 64 i'd have to go back and check but it's just amazing how it just kind of was there forever and then all of a sudden it started showing up in places in four episodes of black mirror tv series out of england (laughs) and several female artists have uh, recorded it over there. I mean, you look it up on YouTube, it just shows up everywhere. Of course, I was very thrilled and excited to see that the world-known artist Seal yeah. put it in a new, uh, his new album called Standards. Wow. That's, that's, <laughs> that a, that's pretty cool right there. Uh-huh. He, uh, he's, he's a good singer. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, and then, check this out, people. Um, she was, uh, la, 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 let's see, I lost it. Oh, yeah. Uh, you celebrated 51 years as a Grand Ole Opry member. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Last year, we the, did it, the big shebang, you know, on my 50th. And the Grand Ole Opry was so wonderful. They did 
the nicest reception for me and all of my family and close friends and other Opry artists, you know, Opry yeah. family members. And it was so beautiful, so nice. And uh, I appreciated that so much. And I was gifted a beautiful gold necklace in the shape of a key, uh, representing the key to the oh, Opry House. Wow. Yeah, wow. and from Tiffany's, no less. I never oh. had anything from Tiffany's nice. before. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Uh, well, that that's awesome. And, and we're going to get into the Opry in just a moment. But also this year, you received your star on the Music City Walk of Fame. How cool is that? Well, that was just totally amazing to me. I, when I walked out the mailbox, get my nail that day and you know how you come in you're just kind of shuffling through mm -hmm. and I pulled out this envelope and I thought what is this from the convention bureau and I'll open it and I just sat down and said whoa <laughs> does this letter mean what I think it means and that's how I found out that I was had been chosen to get a star wow. and I couldn't have been happier to be in the group I was with. Oh, with, tell uh, us. Yeah, Ray Stevens and Brenda Lee and Ben Folds oh, and I were all Lord. inducted at the same time. Oh, that is, that's a cool class right there, I'm telling you. It sure is. And we had such fun that day. I got to know Ben better. I, I'm aware, always been aware of how incredibly talented he is. Mm -hmm. And of course, he's done more in the pop field than yep. in the, you know, with symphony and that kind of yeah. music. Mm -hmm. But he's just uh, so amazing. And oh, yeah. uh, I'm still hoping we haven't had a chance to do it yet. But I, to celebrate one more time together, I wanted. Uh, I want us to be able to all be on an opera show together. Oh, that would be nice. And uh, I think that would be fun. I don't think he's ever been to the, on the opera. Well, so. he, he needs to be. He's incredible. Uh-huh, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> well, speaking of the Grand Ole Opry, um, it just blows my mind. And, and this is really cool right here. It says... Um, for 51 years, you were one of only three living women to have reached this milestone, along with Loretta Lynn and Miss Connie Smith. Yeah, and they're the only uh, two living ones to, to reach there. Um, it's amazing to me. I don't know where the years have gone. Um, but the Grand Ole Opry has just always been a way of life for me. Mm -hmm. Um I found that my mother said on the radio when I was four, and I just have always loved it. We listened to the Opry on the radio when I was growing up. That's just what you did on Saturday oh. night. And uh, I missed it for about four years when I moved to L.A. Oh. And uh, couldn't get it out there, but... That's where I first started recording and seriously writing songs, where I saw that there was a possibility to do this for a living, because where I grew up in rural Pennsylvania, it was just not, I mean, there was nothing there 
to pursue that dream. Mm. But once I got to L.A., there was, I saw it happening. So when I got serious about that and was able to record, then I knew that I wanted the Grand Old Opry. That's where my heart has always mm. been and still is. That's where I wanted to to be and the family I wanted to be a part of. Oh, and it is a family, isn't it? It is that. Um, it's not just a cliche. Right. Uh, the people were there for each other, and we help each other through uh, rough times, mm. career-wise mm. or family, personal lives. Wow. And uh, just and we try to work together. We truly enjoy seeing each other every week. Right now, through the winter, we go back down to the Ryman. For right. November, December, and January, while they put a big um, holiday Christmas pro uh, production in the mm -hmm. Opry House, and it's it's always a fun thing. I mean, it's it's harder back at the Ryman because the Opry has grown so much, and right. we are kind of spoiled about having our own dressing rooms. <laughs> Uh, me especially, because at the Opry House now, I get to occupy the dressing room dedicated to Minnie Pearl. Oh, I, I went in that dressing room. That is a really neat yeah. room. Well, the next time you come, you need to come in there and visit with oh, me. Wow. But I'm honored to have that dressing room. Pete Fisher asked me one time, he said, well, if you like that dressing room, you should have it because you're one of the few still here that actually knew many oh. so that's that's just very special well, to me what was she like and i know you were close to her how, how what was she like oh she was so much fun and i always as funny as she was on stage i've always thought she was funnier off stage huh. because she was like jimmy dick and she's so quick with oh. the answers you know just she was just so clever and just the most warm-hearted person you mm. could imagine. Always got hugs from many, and mm. uh, she was always so encouraging. And And I've tried to make that something I do, but she, my two of my wonderful role models was Minnie Pearl and Dottie West. Oh. And so that's the thing I try to do is extend that to yeah. the young people and are encouraging them to come in and make sure I'm always there for my peers. Yeah. I started to tell you the thing about going back down to the Ryman, it's inconvenient in one way, but on the other hand, because we all do have to double up on dressing rooms down there, we get to visit even more. Uh -huh. We sat and visited this past Saturday night with, um, you know, Connie Smith's band was all in there, oh, and Connie yeah. and the Whites and all of their family and and the backup singers and. So we all sat around there. It was freezing in the rhyme and the other night. We were all sitting there talking about we wish we had a big crock pot full of hot soup. Oh, well, yeah. then it got to everybody's recipes till we were all just starving by the time the show was over. But those are memories that I treasure, times that I treasure. Mm, 
and the the sound in the rhyming is just so good. Oh yes! Wow, it is. It um, is wonderful, man. And uh, are, are, is there? I know you have many, but are there any Opry moments that just stand out that you can that over your career? Over 51 years, I know there's got to be something that just stands out to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are so many special yeah. times at the Opry. And uh, certainly the very first night when we were at the inauguration of the new Opry House. Oh, yeah. And back in 1974 when President Nixon was there, that was an awesome night. Ah. And, of course, I was especially thrilled because the president commented on my outfit <laughs> and I made the front page of the newspaper the next day. Wow. And uh, so it was uh, it was a special night. Dottie West and I used to be doing fun things all the time at the Opry. And I remember on the 50th anniversary of the Opry, they had made these gold sweatshirts and all the hostesses at the Opry were wearing them, but they didn't have them made for the artists, which I always thought was crazy. Dottie and I loved the sweatshirts and we wanted to wear them, so we talked two of the hostesses into swapping tops with us. So we went on stage for the 50th anniversary with those gold <laughs> and a, a sweatshirts, you know, and just so many fun times and um, very special times with Jimmy Dickens. Mm. I know there's so many mm. fun times with him and a very special moment too was when Jimmy Dickens and I got to dress up as Santa and Miss Claus and <laughs> invite Brad Paisley to be the newest member of the Opry. Oh, that was a know very what? special I night. remember that now that you say that. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And also, um, of course, my 50th anniversary night was very special because they programmed some of my favorite ladies to be on the show oh, with me that night. Tell uh, us. With um, Elizabeth Cook is very special to me, and brand new artist Carly Smith. Uh, Carly Smith. <laughs> Carly Pierce oh, is very yeah. special. Yeah. And. Um, uh, Brandy Clark was on with us that night oh. too, and I got to know her better. What an incredibly talented she really young is. artist she yeah. is! Yeah, I just posted a picture on Facebook yesterday. I was invited to attend the um, CMT's Next Women of Country Music lunch wow. and showcase. I was absolutely blown away at this young talent that's out there. They they are amazing, and as I posted, their their songs are so creative, mm. and they are stark real. There's mm. no, you know, just no throwaway lines. Right. Not one throwaway line on one song I heard. So. Mm. I was very proud, and as we were leaving, every they were getting all the girls set for a, a group picture, Yeah, and I, we were just waving goodbye to some of the girls, you know, on our way out, my publicist and me, and when they saw me, they all started all her, no, Jeannie, come up, get in the picture with us, oh. so... Um, 
Anyway, Karen Fairchild was the honored guest speaker yeah. there, and so she was seated in the middle, and she said, no, you come up here and sit by me. Uh, she scooted over, so <laughs> it's a picture I will treasure forever. Oh, That's, that is special. That was one of the best things, because I love to see the new talent coming in, and it's like somebody commented to me recently, say, you have, you are so much in focus with the new artists coming in. And I said, I have to be. That's the future of country music. It's also the future of the Grand Ole Opry that I ah, love. Now, that's a good point. Yeah, because I said, one day I won't be able to perform, but I sure want to be able to sit back and watch or listen to those that are, that I the last thing I, the worst thing I can ever imagine is the Grand Old Opry going down in my lifetime. Mm -mm. So I must, you know, I must, uh, mm. you know, uh, make sure I do everything yeah. to encourage these young artists to want to be at the Opry and to, to quote, get it, mm. as we call it. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I read an article the other day that Sarah Evans put out and it's caused a little controversy because she was speaking her mind about female artists today in country music just aren't getting the radio play like the guys. And, well, uh, they're not. I know. That was, the, I agree that with was her. also mentioned too, you know? Yeah. I, I agree with her. It's a, uh, I, I want to see that surge of these women come around and get their, their fair share of airplay and, uh, like Carly Pierce, she's incredible. She is so Isn't good. Isn't she amazing? I love her music. And I've followed her since she was first at Dollywood and then at Country Tonight and Pigeon Forge. I did not she's, know she did that. Oh, yeah. She, wow. She's not one of those overnight successes yeah. at all. She talked her dad into letting her quit school, and they moved to uh, – Pigeon Forge, so she could work those shows and wow. hone her craft. That you is know, and else. so she and I've she lives in my neighborhood too. Oh. and so I've seen her working, writing, and with her friends and everything, and it has paid off. Just mm. uh, you know, I'm, uh, Craig Morgan got one of his starts at Country Tonight as well. <laughs> Yeah, Craig yeah. is a great asset to the Opry. Uh, yes, he's true, pure country. I love that voice of his. and uh, I do, too. And he's a good man. And, uh, of course, he, he and I share enthusiasm for Supercross because ah. he loves the motorcycles and, <coughs> and has followed Supercross. And one night, Pete Fisher said, because my nephew is Cole Seeley, who races for Honda. Yeah. And uh, Pete asked me, he said, have you ever talked to Craig Morgan about your nephew? And I said, no. And he said, stop by his dressing room because he, he loves talk Supercross. So Craig was blown away. He said, I can't believe this. He said, I've been at the Opry with you and hurried to get home to watch Cole Seeley race. <laughs> Never put the two names together. How he said, that? I had no idea. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh. Well, that's interesting. That, that is. Yeah. Um, 
you know, um, I was going to say I've met Pete once. Uh, tell our listeners who Pete Fisher is so they'll be in the loop. Well, Pete Fisher was the manager of the Grand Ole Opry for, I think it was 17 years he was there. Mm -hmm. And then he accepted a position in California to be the administrator or CEO. I forget even what his title is. He's the head of the Academy of Country Music now. Okay. And uh, But he's in and out of Nashville a lot. I saw him, as a matter of fact, at the... Um, CMT Next Women of Country oh, event yesterday okay. too. Oh wow! Of course, he's in for CMA awards and everything this week. It's a busy week in Nashville it this week. It is. It is. We are doing a Facebook live show tonight, watching the CMA awards with some of our listeners. So uh, I'm excited about oh, that. Yeah. yeah. How fun. Um, Well, I'm going to be watching them from my sofa in front of the fireplace. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) I went for years and people, you know, you don't want to go anymore. And I really don't. It's just I really enjoy being home and watching them now. It's uh it's a lot of hustle and bustle and hassle down there, Mm. to be honest. That's just something you need to do when you're young. Yeah. (laughs) I, uh, Uh, I love how much it's grown, but I, I I do, I I do miss it being at the Opry house. Um, it was, to me, it was just really cool to have it there, but, uh, now it is so outgrown that now. Oh, I'm telling you, Mm. I am telling you. It's uh, it's crazy now. Well, speaking of the Opry, I wasn't gonna. I forgot about this, but uh, I'll go ahead and throw it in there. When the Opry got flooded, how devastating was that to you and some of your buddies? Oh my goodness, it was it was horrible to all of us. So many of the artists had instruments there and uh, special things. I didn't. I had a few things in my lockers, uh, but. I couldn't even remember what they were. I remember I used to always keep a spare outfit there, you mm-hmm. know, just in case right. and things like that. But I couldn't even remember what it was. I don't use my locker that much. Yeah. In fact, two of the boys in my band use my locker. <laughs> <laughs> and um, <clears throat> But they did not happen to have left anything there. Uh, Gene and my husband and I were with the photographer, Chris Holler, were the, about the last ones out of the building that night because we had stayed after the Opry for Chris to take some shots of me for the new Opry book. Yes. And so by the time we finished, everybody was gone. There were just some cleaning folks there. Mm. And so we were the last ones out. And we saw the river rising here and right. all, but uh, I live on a hundred foot of river frontage. Yeah. And, um, but it had been high before, and I had to admit it was higher than I'd ever seen it. Mm. But my neighbors on Saturday came by, and she had kind of grown up down here, and she said, we think it might get our basements this time, Miss Jeannie, so we've got a whole crew, and we're going to bring everything up on the upper deck for you. So they went in, moved everything up here. Well, then it didn't matter because we had three foot of water on the upper deck and the the 
living area. Oh, so your house got affected. Oh, yeah. Oh, I wow. lost my house and my car. Oh. And, uh, but we rebuilt. My heart was, I think, broken over the car more than any because I had the first that I had seen Infinity FX uh, in Nashville when yeah. they first came out. I got the, one of the first ones ever here. Uh-huh. And I had babied it, man. <laughs> I took <laughs> care of it. It had just turned 50,000 miles uh, when the flood came. And when we got out, we were in my husband's uh truck or we wouldn't have got out we were about the last ones out of the neighborhood in our own vehicle Mm. and then when we came in the first we could get in three days later was in a boat wow we came down the streets in a little motorboat there were two young men in the development up the street from us that weren't affected both of them had um little boats rowboat and a little motorboat oh. most of them were the rowboats because you didn't know what was underneath you we were going across the top of some cars oh man coming down the street in that rowboat my another couple real close friends of ours and uh and gene and i came in they rode us down here and each of us with a big trash bag you know and put mm. what we could in it and <laughs> Goodness. everybody said when you can only take a few things what do you take and i said well thank goodness some of my beaded sequin tops were hanging high in the closet <laughs> yeah and i grabbed them because i knew i was gonna have to go to work seriously oh, to wow. rebuild so many of us on the in these river cottages didn't have and flood insurance because uh-huh. we're 50 something 53 feet above the water right and, and most of us didn't have mortgages so right it didn't have to have but we just never dreamed mm. but people were wonderful and uh, in the end we all know we have too much stuff mm. and uh so all in all, it was a good thing. But I did feel pretty lost for a while that I felt like I lost two homes. Oh, wow. That's, that's and, uh, what Did you find out that day that the Opry had been flooded? Is that when you found out? Yes, I knew. Well, I'm so close to it. See, I'm, mm. I'm less than 10 minutes oh, from wow. the okay. Opry, right yeah. on the same side of the river. Yeah, wow. Mm-mm-mm. I'm real close. The Opryland Hotel's between us. And yeah. knew it was flooded, too. So. Um, well, before we went on the air, um, first off, I'm so glad that you uh, were able to build back, you know. But uh, yeah. for, before we went on there, we talked about uh, George Morgan. Tell us about... Watching his daughter and grandson yeah, and all that. It was uh, so funny. I know how blessed I have been, and especially to have stayed healthy and been here this long. But it hit me one night um, that I was so fortunate to get to the Grand Old Opry in time to meet and get to know and work with one of my heroes, who was George Morgan. Mm. And then to meet Lori just as a young girl and watch her grow up and see her dreams come true 
and be friends with her. We just joke back and forth all the time. She's just one of my very special friends. She's very witty. She's sharp. Yeah. Oh, we have a time. <laughs> and uh, and then one night when I realized all this, I was standing backstage at a fundraiser of some kind, a benefit show of some kind, and I was to follow Jesse Keith Whitley. Hmm. And I thought, my goodness, this is three generations in that family wow. that I've been so fortunate to know and work with. Yeah, uh, I, I enjoy listening to him. Yeah, he's a very talented young man. And uh, I hope that Hope he can get that break. So. I do too. I'm a, I, I'm right there with you. Um, mm -hmm. Well, what we do on the show to close out, Miss Jeannie, we uh, do something called rapid fire questions. I actually did it with Lori Morgan, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> she told me she goes, "Now you might not want my first reaction." <laughs> I know that's just what I was thinking. <laughs> uh, Scary. It's fun. Like uh, here's our first one: your favorite food. Oh, my goodness. I guess right now, probably chicken. Mm. Uh, favorite song to sing live? Funny how time slips away. Ah, oh, that is a great song. Uh, and the favorite place you've ever traveled to? Um, outside of the United States, you mean? Anywhere, yeah. Yeah, probably. It would be a toss-up between Japan and Ireland. Oh, Wow. And, and you've done several, you used to go overseas with the troops, right, and perform? I did. Yeah. I did. Mm, I the late 60s, special. I did a lot of military tours. Wow. Um, and this is our last one. This is a really cool one I've been doing with our guest. Um, if there were a Mount Rushmore of country music artists, who are the four <laughs> you would put on there? <laughs> Oh, the four that I'd put on well, there. Well, oh. let me let me back up. We, what I did with uh, Danny Shirley from Confederate Railroad, we uh, we did uh, four males and and four females. So we did we split it up, and it can be bands or groups as well. But let's start with. Uh, oh, okay. We'll start with the males. Who were the four? Okay. Males? Well, I'm just gonna do the people that have affected my life and Great. career so much, awesome. and I would say Ernest Tubb. Mm. And Jack Green. Yeah. And Willie Nelson. Mm-hmm. And I guess I would have to say Hank Cochran because without Hank writing the song and helping me and introducing me, you know, yeah. as I joke, he was a great help in my career, a great writer. He wasn't worth much as a husband to me, but then... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, those would be the four that I put up there to do with my my right. vision of uh, exactly. Mount Rushmore. Uh -huh. And in women, I guess I would probably say uh, certainly Dolly, uh, Dolly and Dottie both mm. strong influences for me. Um, Maybe I would have to say, uh, going all the way back, you know, to Kitty, because she yeah. was the first female to record on her own. And uh, let me see who else. I guess Jean Shepard. 
Ah, wow, that's a that's a good pick. Uh-huh. Um, now let me ask you this: Is uh, Dolly is really cool off stage as she is on? Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> yeah, what you see all the time is what you get with Dolly. That's, that's so cool that's to hear. Not an act at all. She's one of the most generous and warm and loving people. I just admire her so much because she is the whole strong package mm-hmm. from. Um, as a, as her voice, I've never heard her hit um, an off note. She is right on the note always, something? and her voice is so strong. I just was talking to Jean in the car earlier. We were listening to one of her records came on. I said, Dolly's and Reba's voices come through like a knife. And I might add Rhonda Vincent in that too. Oh yeah, I love and, Rhonda Vincent because uh, her voice just came right across so so sharp. Like mm-hmm. I said, just like a knife. And also with Dolly, I admire her as the business mind she's got. Mm-hmm. Not only the creative mind, but the business mind. She's just amazing. And then it is really tough to create the image that she did, and you never see her not like that. Right. You know, and that's that's hard to do to stay in that. I have to admit, that's not me, because I'm one who'll put on a ball cap and run to the grocery <laughs> store. That's right. Pump my gas and go off. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I know somebody will be unkind enough to say, well, I saw Judy Seeley. She sure doesn't look like she does on TV. And uh, my answer to that is, well, hell, I'm not on TV. I'm <laughs> pumping gas. You know? <laughs> that's great. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, well, we thank you so much for hanging out with us. Well, I thank you for inviting me and I want to say thank you to all the people who have supported me all these years. And please don't quit yet. I'm not no, ready. That's right. You are still going strong. And, and I would, <laughs> and I would, uh, got, I have to say that I would put you on that Mount Rushmore. You have been a trailblazer for so many women, uh, out there today. And, and I hear people uh, bringing up your name a lot. So it's, uh, that's a good thing to be, to, to have. Oh, well, that's great. One more quick thing. Um, I forgot to mention, uh, do you know about my Sirius XM show? Oh, that's right. I had that down. You were on Willie's Roadhouse, are you not? Yes, I have my own show on Willie's Roadhouse now. Yes. Every Sunday. In fact, we were wondering what we were going to name it. And in the meantime, some of my friends nicknamed us. said, I just said, spend my Sunday with Sealy's. Uh, Sundays with Sealy yeah. now. So that's kind of how it got named. So we call it Sundays with and we're on Eastern Time, noon to four. Okay, and uh, that, that I love. That's one of my favorite stations, and I have heard your show. And I and it, it, you are very funny on there. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, I love how you speak your mind, and you just you have fun with the listeners, and you can tell you really enjoy doing what you're doing. Yeah, I'm getting more used to. Of course, I I work better in front of a live audience, I think. But I'm kind of trying to 
be able to picture that mm -hmm. in my mind when I'm doing the show. I don't know if you heard the interview I did with Bill Anderson. No. Yeah, they called me and said they wanted me to do an hour-long live interview with Bill Anderson in, in uh, the uh, Sirius XM theater oh. in front of a live audience. And I just like, uh, okay, <laughs> I just got this show and you, you know, and I said, you do realize Bill Anderson is the best interviewer <laughs> in our business and you want me to interview him. But he said, I want that to be more like a conversation between two old friends uh, and so that's really kind of how it came off and it, it was really it came off so smooth Bill uh, was just an I've awesome got to, I've got so. to look that up um, but you know Sirius XM Willie's Roadhouse it's really really huge I mean people all over listen to that yeah I mean it's a I, really big I deal just, I couldn't believe it they just called me and said would you ever be interested in doing an air personality shift? And I'm like, <laughs> I guess. I never thought about it, but yeah, let's roll. Um, so. and, and to close out, what's funny, you, you mentioned Bill Anderson. Uh, well, I live in Commerce, Georgia, and that's where Bill <laughs> yeah. lived for years. <laughs> so you see those city lights he talked about. No huh? doubt. And our high school is the Bill Anderson Theater. He, you know, he sponsored that. Oh, um, yeah, that's great. Yeah, and he, he yeah was, I came down there a couple of different times and did some shows oh, with him yeah. that were fundraisers mm -hmm. for scholarship, I think. Yeah. Uh, well, that's that's small world. <laughs> it is for sure. Well, uh, well, I thank you yeah. so much for inviting me to be a part of your show and uh, come see us at the Opry again soon. Okay? Thank you so much. Stay on the line for a second. We'll go ahead and tell everybody bye. Y'all have a great week. Uh, be sure you check out Jeannie Seeley. She is online and she is on Willie's Roadhouse. That's Sirius XM. And I know many of you have uh, serious excel in your vehicles, but she is amazing. And thank you so much guys. Yeah. Britt, you know that you can, uh, live stream that now on your computer too. Oh, okay. Well, you can live stream it and you just go to, I guess, to the Willie's Roadhouse website. Is that correct? Well, now look, I don't have a clue how you do that. <laughs> You I'm just sure. uh, you do what I do. Yes, somebody young. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> well, hang on the line, Miss Jeannie, and uh, y'all have okay, a great week. We'll do. Well, there you have it, Miss Jeannie Seeley. Thank you so much for listening to this show. Thank you so much for subscribing to this show. It's really easy. Just hit that subscribe button. Also, thank you for giving us a review. It takes less than 10 seconds just to write a short review and also giving us a rating, preferably those five stars, the golden five. Visit us on the web at throwbackcountrymusicpodcast.com. That's throwbackcountrymusicpodcast.com. You'll find links to our guest on there as well. You can visit us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash throwbackcountrymusic or forward slash Brit Jones music. That's one T B R I T. Instagram is at Brit Jones music as well. Twitter, 
facebook.com forward slash Brit Jones Music. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a great week. And next Sunday, you will hear Brady Seals, formerly of Little Texas. Have a good one. God bless you.